song. <laughs> back on Tuesday night, on behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo, back in the basement with Kevin Ricca. Back to the early 90s is making me feel happy. Back kicking it on Tuesday with Tim Strachan. What's up, dog? You, you feeling all right? I, I, I'm a, Your voice? I, it's a, it's a, are you I, going for the sexy sound, or are you just are you under the weather? I mean, Pu- puberty round two. Puberty round two? Yeah. There's a lot of I heard that possible around. explanations. Yeah. <coughs> Either way. You know, there's no, no one's ever sick on, on a Tuesday. Uh, You're when, sick with 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 the uh, agenda you put up for this show tonight, oh well. with, without consulting us and putting it in the six pack. Consulting you uh, contributed mightily <laughs> to our agenda for today. Uh, we will be joined soon, you know, after we get a, a little bit of uh, basement juice in us. Um, our newest Redskin, Kevin Hogan, new backup quarterback to Alex. He Smith. is still the newest Redskin. Yeah, welcome home, man. welcome nice. home, QB. Can't wait, man. Can't wait, ha- man. Have him join us uh, after we kick around a little bit of. Um, I don't know. Whatever so, it is. <clears throat> welcome to Hogs Haven. Welcome to everyone on, on, on Facebook tonight. Appreciate you guys joining us on yet another offseason on the brink, the official Redskins podcast for Hogs Haven. And, you know, there's no dog days on the NFL calendar, in my opinion, anymore. But there are, you know, there's a slow week here and there. And to me, this is one of them. You still got a lot of draft buildup. There will be, an, uh, you know, probably one more in May. Eh, maybe like one and a half in May. Um, but that's it. And so you have to... That'll be an arts and crafts day. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. We'll be, um, quilt time will be extended uh, all, the, all own, those days. One of those dioramas of a, of a Redskins football field. There you football. go. It's going to get weird. As long as, uh, as long as I get some nap time, I'm all in. We apologize in advance. Um, so this week on the six-pack, it was a lazy man six-pack. I completely own up to it. But I... I, I Kevin Ewald, who a lot of people you know know and love um, from Hogs Haven, him and I would always make sure that at any given time we had five or six questions. Yeah, there's no way that the question of which coach would you have remodel your house was one of the three oh, it, it, best it, questions you two could come. I up hope with Kevin's watching tonight. In the back of your pocket, that were like, like you two actually looked at each other and were like, "That's a slam dunk question." Oh yes, and you know what? That was are probably one of our better ones. Oh, we had we hey, we had, are you gonna don't be slam dunking that? I, that that was for emphasis. Oh, I, oh, y'all are getting burgundy faced. Y'all are getting burgundy faced. <laughs> I, we had some great, great uh, uh, ways in with players as a result of just being able to ask them questions like that. And we always had them. And, and I think I, I'll give Kevin credit because uh, he would always be like, hey, you know, if you meet so and so today, what are you asking them? Um, and we just always knew. So when it comes to the slow periods, I like to roll out, you know, questions from that bucket. So that's what I did uh, for the six pack this week. And we don't have to go through all of them. Um, we, we, we're we're going to have shout back soon uh, to talk prospects. We got Gabe, um, K- Hogs Haven fans know him as Catalactica. Um, he's all he does is watch film and break down and drop uh, profiles on Hogs Haven. Um, our goal at Hogs Haven is to profile every player that we end up drafting, and and I'll tell you, it is hard. You can you can oh yeah you can. I think we've profiled the top seventy or top eighty guys, and then another fifty beyond that uh, in some years. And only gotten like one or two, which is crazy, um, but true. And so he knows a lot about uh, the prospects. And, and all he's to get gotten was a t-shirt. All he got was a t-shirt. I, well, I owe, I, so I gave, I owe you a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, T. I just got you a raise, <clears throat> buddy. Um, so 
I'll ask the question, is there one that you would prefer to lead off with, Kevin? What, uh, one coach? Is that what we're doing? No, one, what, one of these. One of these uh, no, 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 you, you, you pick. You, okay. This, okay. Is, this, is Ken, this is a Ken deal. All right. Have I'm, at it, I'm brother. Nervous. Let's go. Let's get down to business. Right, let's do the comedy one, because I, I had one in mind, and I try to never put my one that I have in mind at, you know, in it. I just try to you know, be completely neutral. What All-time great comedy it has to be an all-time great. Um, would you uh, recast the top four characters using current Redskins? You know? Yeah, I was hoping you weren't going to say that one. Because it's number two. But, but yeah, weakest one. You weren't prepared. But, it's but, the weakest but, one. But, so which one's yours, Ken? I, I'm, I'm Big Lebowski. I mean, I think about everything right. in life in terms of Big Lebowski. So which one's yours, Dave? <laughs> Proceed. I don't want to cut him off. He's already... Well... I mean, let's have at it. So I, I, And I said four characters. So... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I recast, obviously, the dude. Uh, I recast um, John Goodman's character. You know I'm not a huge Big Lebowski oh, guy. Neither am I. Who'd you recast him with? Hold on. Let's turn Brian down a little. That was crazy. Man, you were hot, man. Hot. hot Coming in hot, hot stabbing. Yeah. Hot mic. Hot mic. Hot mic. Hot, 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 hot. We didn't sound check my mic. What movie would you have picked, Brian? Uh, probably A New Hope. You're, so right. you're going Star Wars. You're, you're doing Star it was a comedy. Wars. It was a comedy. Not, more like a uh, I was tragedy. Like, yeah. Uh, Maybe a Shakespearean comedy. I think comedy. it's funny. All right. Fair oh enough. We're not, we're not doing Star Wars as a comedy. Um, what which the, current this player... This already crashing and burning. Would have... Dude, you don't even start. Can I just dude. say, I do Goonies. Then let's hear it. Is that is that considered an all-time classic? Yeah, absolutely. Would and you I'm, agree, Kevin? You've now agree, disagreed with I don't think it's a comedy. No, no, no. I don't disagree with anything. Goonies is not a comedy? I mean, it's not... It's not. I don't think it's. It a I don't know. It's definitely listed as a comedy. Well, it's, it's not an all-time classic comedy? comedy. No, it's not. An Goonies. All-time classic We're now talking about the Goonies. So get to that next question before you argue about every one of these movies that might not even be part of the question. Because I like some of the other questions. I just thought that was a tough one. That's all. Yeah. That's it. Um, he didn't know how to recast people. Not at all. I don't know who's the funniest guy. I don't know who's going to play. You know. The cat. You're like a casting agent's best friend. You just think I'm he just just saying, nailed it the first I'm time. I'm just saying. John Matusak played. Played sloth and Goonies, like no, no, no. So I was gonna say Trent Williams is chunk. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's that's one nice biggest guy. It's a perfect role. <laughs> I mean, chunk Alex was like, Smith. Chunk is, was about is four six Alex two Smith ten. Is, is Sean Austin Green? Is that his name? Is that the actor? We just call him Rudy yeah, at my house. It's just, he's Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. He's yeah, Rudy. He was Rudy. Um, Mouth uh, is of course Josh Norman, and uh, Data would be um, Jameson Crowder because he has. So many different ways of hurting you. Different weapons. Okay. Sloth was sheriff. Stop sloth and sheriff. Yes. But can't just sloth sheriff. Yes, you can. <sighs> you don't think that guy's ever yelled, hey, you guys. A great, uh, that's a great guard recasting. I, I think. So thank you. A guard is a perfect recast. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't yeah, even go awesome. defensive lineman. I would use a guard for, the, for that character for sure. I think, uh, I think you did a great job, T. Thank you, buddy. Nailed it. Um, which current Redskins player would have the best chance to run for national office and win? And I'm, I'll tell you why I asked this question, not because I want to talk about politics, but because in the Kirk Cousins era, any question that involved, like, what, you know, name something great about your team or, you know, talk about, who, you know, who, who, the guy that you want to talk about in whatever random way you could talk about. And it was always Kirk Cousins all the time. I feel like we missed out on, you know, two or three years of thinking through these kinds of questions, maybe not the worst kinds, or maybe better ones, but Man. where Kirk Cousins was just the answer for everybody, and I'm just glad that that answer is just no longer available. 
All right. Well, then uh, I'm going to jump in first on this one, if you don't mind, T. Uh, Be my guest. Look, you said Trent. You already got him out there. Trent inhaled. So he's off the table for me. Uh, Josh Norman, the the guy really speaks the truth. It's brutal. He speaks the brutal truth. So he's out. I mean, he can't have He's going to get votes, but not enough. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's not going to work out for him. But uh, the guy that jumped out to me was the man with the million-dollar smile, that Mr. Dapper. You know, Vernon Davis, man, born and raised in the, in the city, the most powerful political city Elder in the Statesman United States of, the, uh, of America. Born and raised in the district in Washington, D.C. That, that gives him definitely a leg up on things. And, and he's a renaissance man. You know, he's out there playing tight end. He's in the art community. He's all over the place. Just that those pearly whites are shockingly bright when you see them up close. And the guy does not have a wrinkle in his clothing. I mean, that just jumps out to me as the man. I'd, I'd want to reach on the stroller and kiss my baby. So I answered it with, I think that's great. Um, I went with Brandon Scherf here. Uh, well, when he's not. So Sloth. Sloth gets not, voted he's in. He's a man this of the This is what's happened. Hey this is what's happened. I was trying to think of a guy who Sloth, I would just. Sloth the plumber. Campaign, here we go. That's his campaign slogan. I hey think, you guys. I think the president it. should be lead blocking for this country. You know, and I, I, if there's a guy who I want to put out in front and just be the guy and be like, you know what, we're following that guy. You know, wherever that guy goes, we just keep behind that. So I was like, you know what? Again, perfect spot for a guard. If we if we had an all time center, to me, I, I would say the center. I think all time great centers. I don't know if Jeff Bosick necessarily, but you know, think of the uh. Jeff Saturdays, the the um, uh, shoot. Uh, now I'm, I keep thinking Ryan Kelly, not an all time great center. Hold on, we're doing politics, we're not doing centers. Politics. This is uh, getting tough. No, for we're you. not. Yeah, it's getting no. tough. For I you. love next. I love the idea of offensive, smart offensive linemen. I think they're they're they, they're great leaders. I mean. When they're not playing sloth in, in the Goonies. Conor McGregor. So you had a chance mm. to put a Redskin in the ring. For, for, in this uh, scenario, current or former. Uh, with Conor McGregor for a 10-round fight. Let's all keep in mind that Conor McGregor is 5'9", a buck 54, soaking wet. I made some... You know, kind of rough edges on on the weight class, but I, but yeah, we're not putting. Okay, so Brandon Scherf is not not eligible in this category. What? You can say Brandon Scherf. Uh, I hate well, it when you I, do that. I mean, immediately jumped into my head was Stephen Davis just getting pummeled to the ground like uh, by Michael Westbrook. Yeah. So are you going to put Stephen Davis in there to get his ass kicked again? Or no, 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 no. I, I was thinking about I was thinking about putting Westbrook in there. If he actually has a gold. chance. But it was either Westbrook or Pat Fisher for me. All right. I I mean Pat Fisher. Oh, I mean, he was five, nasty. Cornerback five, from eight, like five, nine tops, 170 soaking. I mean, they're, they're just cornerback from the 70s. Oh, yeah. He was a bad man. He guarded Mike Quick. Man. I mean, he was a puncher. You put a five foot nine guy on a six foot six wide out week in, week out, twice a year, and then didn't think twice about it. This guy he, was scrap one iron. One bar. Scrap, metal, one tough, bar. bad dude. I think that's the guy that, that'd be a fight that we'd all pay to see in their wow. prime. I think there's a lot of guys back in that era that. I don't think even Conor McGregor would like to meet, but no. In the let no, no, no. era, <laughs> listen. Yeah, jo- a- Josh, Josh Norman is giving Conor McGregor work right now. Is what, is, I mean, I know you got to train for these things if it's martial arts, but it's a boxing match. And if Fred Smoot taught us anything in this basement, it's uh, and, and, and where especially where it lines up with boxing, the length, uh, your your cornerbacks and your safeties, they got crazy long arms, especially if, once they get to the, to the NFL. Those guys can Josh reach. Josh Norman's, yeah, six foot two hundred. Those arms. Scratch yeah. Matt Seals' uh, neck from here. With there that you go. Awkward. The loudest oh, guy is awkward. never the toughest. No, but Probably I watched. Ever. Hold on, I watched Josh Norman in training camp 
fight a man uh, seemed like twice his size when he fought Cam Newton. I mean, three three years ago, I believe it was. And I remember thinking, that Cam Newton wants nothing to do with this maniac. None. It's not fair um, from the standpoint of the weight, but Sean Taylor, to me, and I, the reason why I thought of it right away is because Conor McGregor, who I, who I I end up liking in spite of myself sometimes, especially you know from an entertainment you, perspective. You fucking asshole. I mean, it's, how, what, how can you not be entertained by that man? I don't know. You're still in, Yeah, thanks. I was a little late, though. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, uh, so, uh, whatever. I, but, but Sean Taylor, um, and I don't want to compare Conor McGregor to Terrell Owens, but I will in this case, because Terrell Owens, I was like, I, I, anytime we can tell the story about Sean Taylor punching out Terrell Owens, it's a good night in, in the basement. Um, I think Fred even, or was it Fred who told us that um, Sean was talking smack? He was going after him. The he, whole time. He just said, this is my goal, whether or not to win the game, which I do want to win, is to harm him mentally and physically. Yes. He, he punched him at the line of scrimmage he off the snap. Him. Punched him in the face. Got a penalty, and I want to say he punched him again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, hey. I'll take Sean in any fight. Uh, and I, we, anytime we have a chance to bring up Sean Taylor on the show, it's a great night. So um, I, I would pick him. I think it's unfair because, he, again, he was a monster in size compared to Conor McGregor. Do you have someone, Brian? So speaking of punching guys out during uh, training camp, you guys ever heard the Jeremiah Trotter story? Oh, yeah, with Arrington? <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Lamar Arrington is, like, We've the scariest dude. That's true. I think, like, just freak athlete. Hey, you said all times. Yeah, yeah, you did. And, you could go current and former. LeVar is definitely, <laughs> he was. Pat Fisher. And Jeremiah Trotter, I mean, that was a guy, I just he wasn't here that long, but. He was an eagle. He, he was an eagle. He, and he I hated him be as an eagle, eagle because he always was be always a wrecking ball against. I liked him better than Deshaun Jackson as far as former eagles go. But here we are again talking about. Former Eagles. Damn it, Stabby. Yeah, this is getting this is getting rough. Hey, but Trotter was a beast when he was here. How about Kenny Houston? That's what James has to say. James, uh, he was a beast. I, I thought the Pat Fisher pool was awesome. Um, and we're not going to do the, the redesign. Are we going to do the redesign your house question? I, we don't have to do it. I, I, if I I'm having did any Redskin at all redesign my house, it is Vernon Davis because it's what he does. Yeah. In his off time. His website, by the way, go check out Vernon no. Davis' stuff. It, Vernon. It's cool. I'm hitting you up when I'm redoing my house, man. D-Mac. What's up, brother? Darren McClinton in the house with the hot box. Coming on He's next. got some stuff to get off his chest. Uh, Always. Hola. Right when we get out of here, that's what we'll be doing. Right. Um, voice, so the basketball team's question to me was the Let's one. Let's do this and then move on. We'll, we got yeah, we'll, we're, we're, we're people gonna, waiting on us. Yeah, but let's get this starting five here. Let's get it let's done. Do it. Starting five, uh, using current Redskins, one defensive lineman, one offensive lineman, one offensive skill player, one member of the secondary, and then your wild card player, uh, your your fifth starter has to be over the age of twenty seven and has to have been drafted by the Redskins, um, which does it, it limits. I mean, you were picking from a select group, but I wanted to shine a little bit of light. At age of 27, and I thought that here's a guy who we drafted and we re-signed, of which there are... All five have to have been drafted. Five. There's only five. There's, there's only, only five. All five, five have to have been drafted. only five Redskins over 27 that, one guy. that have been drafted here. That guy. Uh, okay. Current Redskins, but that you, guy you has to have been drafted. The, you refined this question. I mean, yes, it's taken you multiple years, just like your, your, your ridiculous fantasy football rules and scoring 
It's ridiculous. Appreciate All right, so it. go ahead. Somebody give me that five. Who do you got? Five? Who's got five on it? See? Well, you lead us off tonight. I always got to lead off. You know you do. I, know, I, I will. I'll go. At my point guard, I want Alex Smith. You always want your field general to be your court general, a guy who can dish it out. Okay. But I'm pretty sure with his athleticism, he's got a pretty good So uh, that's your offensive skill player. I thought we could just do five. No, one but, defensive oh, lineman, oh, my, one offensive lineman. Yes, it is. Yes. You want so all that's five your now? He, what's that? You want all five <laughs> Let's now? go, counsel. Yeah, come on. Dachshund. No, you just violated the rules. Yeah. I did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want me to jump in real quick and, and play by the rules? And you've See, already had an offensive so skill guy. Rules. This is the this, go ahead. Come on. All right. My yeah. D lineman is Anthony Lanier. At the end of the year, he's batting balls down left and right. He's the tallest D lineman we got. And he's, he's probably got out that, he, Hey, look, he's got that, that wingspan that you look for. Uh, my O lineman at the power forward is Trent Williams. That guy is just a freak monster athlete at any level. And that's who that's who's that's who's running the four in my squad. I got my veteran, my wild card, Jordan Reed, running the three. I mean, with that athleticism, you know that guy can ball. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, but his ankle's gonna go as soon as he cuts. Well, no one talked about that. We're just we're not talking about right. injuries yet. Uh, Josh Norman at the two. My, my, I mean, he's he's gonna be a lockdown defender. You know, he's a scrappy guy. His length is gonna cause problems. And you know, you gotta have a Duke guy running the one, fellas. Jamison Crowder's coming out of the gates as my offensive weapon. Mm. Taking the ball up and down the court, getting stole the ball for the for big me. hogs. I, I didn't steal it from nobody. You stole that one from me. Who's the last one? He J- went to Jameson Duke. Jameson Crowder. I know he went. You got to have a Duke guy in the backcourt. You got to have a Duke guy playing your point See, guard. Oh, Maybe I should. If you can, first. you should. You're 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 reading. I know, man. I agree with you, but I, that was exactly my thought. I want my guy to have been in a Shashevsky program, which is where, which is where he was, as far as this conversation is concerned. I did go with. Jonathan Allen in my defensive lineman category because, God, tr- just try to go into the lane against that guy. And uh, local basketball is ridiculous, and he's from right down the road. Yeah, and he, exactly. So he has good stock. And out of um, – I, Trent Williams is the obvious answer, really, in the end of the day. He's an amazing athlete. But out of uh, respect for the rest of the way this has been going, I went Scherf. Because it just has to be sure. You sure, want... Morgan, Mo- Morgan Moses played in the ACC. Come on, man. <laughs> I know, I know, but there's something about Scherf, uh, beast, you know, basically being you know the Bill Lambeer uh, of this roster as far as just Scherf just... pick for everything. Uh, uh, but uh, otherwise, what did I have for my? And then for my wild card, I went with Kerrigan. Um, I think he's. I think he's going to be a my terrible, team is terrible smoking your team. Your team stinks. <laughs> I went with your Kerrigan team stinks because. I just he always goes wide. He has the, that swim motion. He always goes yeah. wide. I see him open in the corner for threes all day long, and no one's going to follow him out there. And just you know, he's he went to Purdue. We're, for God's we're not guarding him out he there. He went to Purdue. We're not guarding him out there. They play basketball. Shoot from there. the right hand corner, Ryan Kerrigan, all night long. You can have never that. seen Ryan Kerrigan. You can have jumper. that corner, Jay. Yeah, he has a. I mean, it is amazing yeah. to watch. It's amazing to watch. It's beautiful. Mm. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm sure he has a wide array of offensive moves. We'll agree moves. to disagree. Yeah. Really disagree. Let's call. Let's call in Kevin. All right, I got him. Yeah. Speaking of uh, someone hey, from a local hotbed, don't say hot the number out loud town. because we're being recorded. Just give it to Brian. He'll call it up from. Oh, it's right here. Uh, does he know he's coming live on the? Yeah, he knows. Yeah. he knows. I just let him know. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Yeah, thank. There you go, Matt. Hello. Uh, this is th- this is this is fantastic. We've been f- we've been fans of this guy since day one. Playing in the league, yeah. we like to call it the WCAC. WCAC, the uh, MAC. Up until uh, 2010, uh, you know, I think he was the he was the DC Player of the Year, first first team All Conference a couple times, uh, 
I mean, this is a kid we've watched grow up that we in this basement two drafts ago were pining for the Redskins to take in the later rounds, four through seven. Yeah, you go ahead and ring it out. Let's get him in here. Let's give it a shot. He's working out right now at Stanford. And I know he just finished his workout. And, uh, Hello? Kevin. Hey. How you doing, man? It's Tim Strack and Ken Marangolo and Kevin Ricca with you, buddy. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Very good. Kevin Hogan here, the newest Redskin. Yeah. Uh, Washington Redskin. And, uh, Kevin, we've, we've, we're just talking about how we've known you since you were uh, growing up at Gonzaga High School in Washington, D.C., uh, you know, just making a name for yourself there, going on to Stanford, being a, a three-time Pac-12 champion, a two-time MVP in bowl games, setting records all over the place in Stanford, and then you started your career in the NFL, and now back home with the Washington Redskins. Yeah, well, your hometown home, brother. Team, right? Welcome I mean, back your hometown home. team, Kevin uh, Hogan. I, I appreciate it. I couldn't be more excited. Uh, it's, a, it's a dream come true. Dream come true because you've always been a Redskins fan? I've always been a Redskins fan. Hell That's yeah. That's what we're talking about. Oh, yes. Hey, and we're, and ner- I, we're I, nervous I, about I that. A Redskins, I stayed a Redskins fan even in the NFL. There you go. That's, hey, how actually, how, you've talked to a lot of guys in the NFL. How many guys do stick to their guns of where they, they, they grew up loving who they, they, they loved as a kid? Is it uh, talked about? It's, it's, yeah, oh, absolutely. It's hard not to, uh, you know, not continue to root for your team. But, you know, if you're facing that team on the field, it, it all goes away because you're competing and you're oh, still sure. trying to win, of course. But, uh, you know, you still root for your hometown team to do well. And um, I'm still pulling for all my D.C. teams out there. Um, it'll just be more fun to be in a locker room with guys, you know, rooting for the Caps, rooting for the Nats and the Wizards. And it's going to be a fun time. Absolutely. Oh, oh, there's a uh, – and, Kevin, I don't know if you've um, – you know, obviously we do this show in conjunction with Hogs Haven. Um, which is the SB Nation Redskins site, and we, we've certainly uh, at Hogs Haven. Hogs Haven has a lot of Kevin Hogan fans uh, back to Stanford, not just the uh, the DC guys, but um, McLovin, who we call Scott McClure, and We knew he was high on you coming out of the draft. Uh, there was a lot of hope amongst Hogs Haven readers um, that you would be the guy. Uh, so, on behalf of Hogs Haven, certainly welcome. You know, welcome to the playing side, the pad and helmet side. Um, but we appreciate the fact that you've been on on our side uh, this whole time, the fan side, you know, which is just just so cool. And let me, hey, do me a favor, Kevin, on behalf of my WCAC brethren, will you just do me a favor and finish this sentence? God is purple. Yeah. To all the Gonzaga guys out there now, hey, Kevin, I'm a bishop. Uh, back see, I'm a know, Mustang. We, we we still hold to our own roots <laughs> we do. here. I'm, I'm going to give you that. You know, I'm, I'm giving a you that, Kevin. He's a St. John's guy. I mean, I, you, you, you got to be careful about what you say to. around here, my man. Hey, that, hey, hey, as long as I got wins against you guys in high school, I'm okay with it. Well, I will say this. That's all right. It wasn't hey, at the same time because no. I never lost to Gonzaga in anything. All right, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> here's the deal. Here's this the deal with true. me. Kevin Hogan, Kevin Ricky here. Nice to talk to you, man. Thank you very much for everything. Uh, St. John's Gonzaga, a lot of that got swept under the rug for oh, me after guy. watching your performance against Notre Dame in your final regular season. Jeff Clay is my man, my brother. I played with him at Catholic, and I, he's texting me back and forth, look at you rooting for the Gonzaga guy. And after that performance, I texted back. I said, Hell no, yeah. sir, I'm rooting for the WCAC guy. That's right. Because that jumped oh, off the I- screen right there, man. And there's a, there is a brotherhood amongst all of us with the rivalries absolutely and uh the amount of guys i've run into that, that played in the wcac you'd think that we we're all on the same team uh i think it's one of the cool things about that league about the dc area is we all take care of our own 
Uh, we root for each other. Um, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I know St. John's is, is doing a lot of crazy things right now, but uh, it, it's a good it's a good place to be right now in D.C. high school sports, uh, you know, whatever sport it is. And uh, it's going to be fun to, to get back and be able to go to some games. Well, and you got to – so First Amendment sports, we're going to be doing – WCAC coverage. We uh, do the, the WCAC spectacular. We're having you uh, in this basement. T has told us you're coming to the basement. Yeah, I committed you. We're, we're, you're going to be on the Redskins <laughs> show, but then we're going to talk WCAC, man. Um, but I'll tell you what, Kev. Your Cleveland game. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking and choosing here. I'm going through. But for all of us DC guys who just decided to turn on their TV one day and watch a guy who, who grew up here uh, playing a pro game, Man, that was awesome. Like, can you just talk to me a little bit about Cincinnati? Oh yeah, Cincinnati. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Did I didn't they play even Cleveland realize. That day? Sorry, I, they weren't playing Cleveland, right? Who were they playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That was that was the first game I got in, um, and I I wasn't even really sure I was gonna um, be getting some time that game, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Got thrown in, and uh, you know, a little nerves at first, but at the end of the day, you're just playing football, and. Uh, uh, it was cool to go out there and make some plays, score my first touchdown, um, really show that I could make some plays in this league. Uh, and it built me a lot of confidence. So I played in, you know, three or four more games that year and then uh, some more games last year. Um, but it, it all started there and it was a lot of fun. You know, something that's really interesting, Kevin, is the fact that you got drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs coming out of the Stanford. And you got a chance to work out that summer with Alex Smith, and now you're going to be reunited with him. How excited are you to be uh, to, to be his teammate, to be doing what you're doing with him? I'm really excited. Alex is, is one of the one of the best guys in the league um, as a person, as a player, and uh, really took me under my wing, uh, under his wing in Kansas City. I uh, was a great mentor, and I, I was very disappointed to not be able to stick around and continue to learn under him. But uh, you know, it, it's crazy how things work out. Um, I was, I was, I was kind of uh, jealous when I got to see him go back to my team in, the, in Washington. And uh, it's crazy how things work out. I get to go back, and I, I texted him. It, I, he was one of the first people I texted. Actually, I was like, "Teammates again, baby!" And and he laughed. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. That, that, that's that's very cool. That's 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 ridiculous, man. I mean, it's awesome. You know, I think uh, Kevin my, won't say it. Team. People won't say it, but you know. Kevin Hogan going to the Cleveland Browns and, and not being held by the Kansas City Chiefs is one of the reasons why they lost their GM. I mean, it's yeah. been talked about. It's been understood. <laughs> but taking your situation and going out there and making plays the way you did, I mean, I don't think there's ever been another Cleveland Brown quarterback to ever rush for 100 yards. That was awesome. And, and a ton of us really, I mean, WCAC and everyone from around here, when we were gathered around the bar that day watching the game. The rushing yards. Yes. We that was like, it. And you know what that leads me to is Jay. He wants some of these plays to be made, these off-schedule plays to be made by his quarterback. Obviously, bringing Alex Smith in over Kirk Cousins shows that. Now, this pick right here, this pickup right here, this is a guy, this is an athlete we're talking about. I know it's a Stanford grad. Kevin, I'm talking like you're not right here, but... <laughs> the the, uh, the ability to check plays at the line of scrimmage and make plays off schedule and to have a guy that he can he they, can he can turn. Do they grow him smart? Most yardage in, I, I in think the so. history of Stanford, right, yeah. Kevin? Total offense. I, I think so. Uh, Andrew, oh, shut up! You think so you know? <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, it, 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 I'm just trying to get back in the win column. Uh, we need to get some wins this year. Yeah. So, to Kevin's point, uh, to Kevin Rick's point, um, Senor Hogan. You're coming to Jay Gruden's offense. I mean, as a, you know, you've been around 
you've been you've been in the program now. You've been exposed to you know, a couple different styles, but you've also um, you know you've shown your your skill set and how how do you anticipating that's going to mesh with what Jay wants to do and, and what are you most excited about what Jay does? Well, I, I got a chance to peek at the playbook already, and it, it took me back to um, co- my, really my college offense, mm-hmm. just pure West Coast. Yeah. Uh, you know, easier reads, very quarterback friendly. Um, everything has a rhyme and, and, a, and a reason to it. And th- that's what I, I really appreciate. Let, let us go out, play with confidence, play fast and, and be able to make plays. And uh, I, I got to watch some tape too. Um, and I'm really excited just how things mesh, how they, um, they're able to move guys around, put Jordan Reed, put Chris Thompson in different spots to make plays. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Most popular player in Redskins history is oh, is the backup quarterback. I mean, that's I mean, Kevin, as a as a lifelong Redskins fan, you know this as well as anybody. I mean, it's it's like the catbird seat. Uh, you and I know you're rooting for Alex Smith the same way we are. We're all we when we traded for Alex Smith um, in this basement that night. Of course, what am I? How am I telling you? Of course, you were watching. Uh, we we were the so, news we were broke so right as we were going on live. It was awesome. He's a great player. I mean, you've seen him up close and personal. I mean, what do you think? that he does um, in a locker room or, or as part of an organization that just other guys don't? Um, I, I think it's how, how personable he is with everyone. Um, you know, I, I've been places where guys on defense don't interact with guys on offense or, you know, sometimes you don't just, you know, you don't spend enough time with everyone because you're so locked into your position group and your meetings. And it's like there's a, a bunch of different groups kind of moving around and he does a good job of getting around, hanging out with the defensive guys, getting to know them. Um, and, and then just being the ultimate leader, uh, the way he, the way he could stand up and, and talk in front of the team, uh, explain the offense, kind of explain the installs. is something that I learned, uh, in my rookie season, uh, about how to carry yourself. Um, and then the fact that he's doing what he is, you know, he, 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 he plays like he's 20, three years old right now and he's what 33 34 um it's amazing his athleticism uh the accuracy that he has the way he can spin the ball um he's a heck of an athlete and he definitely carries that chip on his shoulder because he wants to show it um and, and it's it's something that I, I i try and compete with him with i'm younger than him so i, I should be uh, pushing him a little bit <laughs> but uh he, he's able to hold me off <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, you said you grew up as a Redskins fan. I mean, when you got the call that, that this all had went down, what, just take us through what was going through your mind, the emotions, what you did first, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, was, I was shocked. Um, it, it was something that wasn't really on my radar. Um, I, there were a couple other teams in the mix, but uh, I, I got the call that I was, I was heading back to Washington and, I I was was shocked, but then just so excited. Um, get to go home, get to be around my family, my friends, uh, be around the team that I grew up loving. Uh, and my goal right now is to to just get in and work work as hard as I can. Um, got a lot of people that I got to make proud, and uh, couldn't be more excited. Who was the first person you called, Kevin? Seriously. Uh, I, I called my mom. Ah, you knew it. He's a mama's <laughs> boy, but mom. I know yeah. this too. I know this too. The first person you thought of was your dad, Jerry, yeah. a friend of mine. I got to know Jerry very well uh, in, in our professional world. And uh, man, 
he was so proud of you. Um, you know, he, he loved talking about you, loved uh, what you were doing. Um, and then he, you know, sadly uh, left us uh, after battling a disease. But um, you weathered that storm in college your, your, your last year at Stanford. Uh, I can remember coming up to see you on the field of the 2014 Foster Farms Bowl when you were playing against Maryland and, and got to pay you my respects uh, right to your face and uh, how you handled that and, 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 the, and the whole thing. Gary was a great man, great man, and I know he's still uh, very proud of you, and he's got to be so excited for you to be back home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he is, um, and, and I, I rely on him a lot for strength. And, uh, you know, something's telling me that he had a big part in getting me back <laughs> home. Yes, Divine sir. intervention, man. Yes, sir. Bringing you absolutely. home. That's great, dude. That's great. Well, so promise us that you'll – uh, make good on T's promise that you'll come to the basement and join us <laughs> on an upcoming oh, Tuesday night. I've got to. All right. Hey, got listen, to. I told good. you, your boy, Chris Jenkins, was here just, That's what, true. you know, four or five weeks ago. You can't let him, you know? I know. You got to get know. down here. Yeah. And then maybe we can get both of you down here at some time. Maybe sometime, maybe sometime we can both get on there. And the way and the way the WCAC is uh, adding quarterbacks, I just like to think somehow they'll figure out a way to get you an extra year of el- eligibility and you'll come play for my Bishop Mettinger Mustangs. <laughs> just maybe just for one season. <laughs> Well, that'd be fun. <laughs> hey, Kev, I'll no, say this: no, there, there's a bunch of guys in this basement right here that grew up diehards, that grew up like you did when the Redskins was family, family first. It's what you did with your family. A lot of dreams in this basement right here. A, a bunch of guys had to take a snap wearing the burgundy and gold. And you know, in years past, I think I would have been a little jealous, like you said you were about Alex Smith about this situation. But getting to know who this guy is, having followed his career and understanding that, it's the perfect guy for the job for all of us here we're to follow up. And, uh, and we're so proud of you. You're not going to have any bigger fans than you're going to have in this basement moving forward. And we wish you the best of luck, my man. What number jersey did they give you, Kevin? Uh, I'm going back to my college jersey. I'm wearing number eight. Eight? Yes. Eight oh, is great. Man. Hey, we're living vicariously through you, man. getting better and hey, better. appreciate you. Uh, can't wait to have you on. Uh, it came in the basement, that is, on again. And uh, thanks you so much for your time. Uh, we will see you yes, soon, sir. and uh, you got a lot of folks behind you, buddy. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate you having me. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Good luck, see you, bud. Thanks. Thanks. See you, guys. Well, there you there go, you go. Uh, everyone. You never know who's going to join us on a Tuesday night in the basement. <laughs> oh, uh, you never know that the level of class in the basement just shot through the roof. Yeah. Uh, there's he a power a surge. I mean, are you kidding kid. me? I mean, are you kidding you know, me? He carries himself well. He's always been a good ambassador for both for Gonzaga, for Stanford. Uh, for his family, um, you know Jerry. Again, he was he was a great man, and uh, he lit up when he talked about Kevin. And I went to lunch with him uh, on many occasions, and uh, he just loved talking about the league, uh, about Kevin, about Stanford. Um, you know what were the possibilities? And uh, I know that he is certainly proud of him. His family's proud of him. Oh. Gonzaga's proud of him. The league. Is proud of yes, him. sir. And Redskins fans, yeah, how are we how, how are we doing on the Kevin Hogan aspect? Yeah. We got some Kevin yeah. Hogan love. This is there. a guy to pull for. This is the oh, guy oh, to pull oh, for. Oh. Go ahead, bring it. Yeah, we, we got some love. I think people aren't entirely convinced that that was actually Kevin Hogan, but it was. Kevin, <laughs> it was Kevin Hogan. It was, of course, it was. <laughs> we promise. That's, that's, I mean, we're that, dirty. That's, that's we're dirty down here, but we ain't filthy. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, yeah. no. <clears throat> no, he'll be in the basement. That's great. He'll People be are like, here. hey, he's, he's just like, he's, he's calls Kevin Hogan during the middle of the show. He's yeah, we call Kevin Hogan during the middle of the show. That's the power of the basement on Tuesday nights. That's what we do around he, here. He went out to Stanford to uh, clean out some stuff, to get a little bit of workout in for the next couple of weeks, and then uh, I think OTA starts. So he'll be back. Yeah. And, uh, he's got some workouts in, he, in he's, early May. He's got a room that nothing's been touched in, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he can be comfortable. And, and I, mean, I mean, just think about that. 
All those doubters. Oh, in it's, the NFL. Yeah. I've dreamt so about it a hundred thousand times. Yes. I mean, it's just amazing. And the most proud of them. The most popular player. He'll be a friend of the show for sure. Always. I mean, as much as we we're always going to love Alex Smith, I hope. Um, there's still there's still so few players that are nearer and dearer to Redskins fans' hearts than the backup quarterback. Cole Brennan. What number did Cole Brennan wear? What number did what did Babe Laufenberg wear? Was he 14. He was 14. Who was eight? Oh, well, besides Sexy Rexy for a while. Oh, Kevin Hogan's going to make that jersey look so much slimmer. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I want to say Brunel also. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brunel eight. was yeah. eight. Yeah. Uh, Chip Miller was number eight. God, uh, how exciting was it when we asked Kevin Hogan? And he's a, just a D.C. sports yeah. fan straight around. Go ahead, Stabby. What do you got, brother? Oh, yeah. He, he already uh, changed his Twitter bio to say Washington Redskins hail. Oh, his Wikipedia, uh, is, al- his Wikipedia is already saying yeah, well, that. Had, there are people who just sit around changing Wikipedia That's crazy. all day. But he, uh, he went out of his way to yeah. like, express excitement. Yeah. And, because that was the real Kevin Hogan, that's real excitement. And that's a real son of Washington. This guy, he put it down here. He, 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 this, is, this is the best we had to offer. He went out west and did it out there, too. Man, this, is, this is prodigal son stuff type stuff. And, hey, can you imagine him getting on the field and doing well the way we think he will? I mean, uh, that's, this, and that's the what thing. an opportunity for him. Listen, we've been, we've been doing this show for two years. I've been doing podcasts about the Redskins for a hell of a lot longer than that. And I, I've gotten excited about a million guys. Um, but you know what's super cool about this guy is he, he homegrown. Is, he's not, but he's not, it's not a pipe dream. He's a he can he can play in this league, and and he's yeah. exactly the kind of guy who you would want to back up a guy like uh, Alex Smith. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, he's the kind of guy that might make you consider carrying three quarterbacks, hey, Kevin, listen, which which I don't isn't their first choice. Kevin Ricca and I talked about this just a little bit. He reminds me so much of like a Sean Hill from University of Maryland, yeah. a guy who has the physical size. Smarter than Sean Hill. He has Hill. the biz- physical ability, and that's just no it. No offense, Sean. No, 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 that's just it. Sean Hill is the smartest quarterback that I have ever, ever known at the <gasps> University of Maryland. He, 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 when it comes to X's and O's. My, so my buddy taught him. When it comes to X's and O's. In the classroom. At no, University no. of Maryland. When it, it comes to <laughs> X's and O's. Football. <laughs> Football smart. One of the smartest quarterbacks I've ever known. Hey, that, that's, that's how you make it. a career. But a guy, when you're, a when, you're a court, when you're a backup, though, you don't get the reps. So you, if you've got the size and the skill and the ability and you can mentally do the reps and get it and understand it, when you need to go into the game and get it done, that's the kind of guy you want. And that is Kevin, Sean Hill. Kevin Hogan, I think, fits that mold. Sure. On the line of scrimmage, you're not going to be put in the wrong play set. You're not going to be put in the wrong call, not with Kevin Hogan. Exactly. It's not going to happen. Exactly. And Andy Reid talks about gigabytes when he talks about Alex Smith. And you know Uncle Andy had some hand in this conversation exactly. with Jay. I mean, this is, a, this is a guy that John Dorsey got fired. And if you, if you Google the name Kevin Hogan, it says Kevin Hogan's the first name. Not, not the bad contracts, not the huge amounts of money they lost, not the poor draft picks. Cutting Kevin Hogan. I think that was the, the, that was the schism between Andy Reid, who did not want to see him go to Cleveland. And now Kevin had a better opportunity to play there, uh, aside from yeah. being behind two yeah. studs. But that's why he was eager to go. But what happened there was wrong, and no one wanted him to go. We got a guy. We got a guy. In the history of Cleveland Browns franchise, it goes back as far as any. Only one quarterback has ever rushed for 100 yards. We're talking about yes. that athleticism, that brain power, the gigabytes that and Uncle Andy was talking about. Because Andy, Andy Reid is not afraid to throw a Kevin Hogan who hasn't played a lot out in right. out in the front of his offense because right. he trusts uh, smarts and, and athleticism and, and Hogan has both of those things. Um, Jay yeah. Gruden can put a 
production, uh, you know, a productive offense uh, on the field with a guy like Kevin Hogan running it. I mean, you just can't. I'm telling you, there's a 50-50 chance we go into the season with him as our backup quarterback, and we should do that with confidence. And I, I feel that strongly about him. And I know when we talk about a $2.3 million deal, it's not just about money with this guy. Uh, Jay's got to get him, got to get his hands on him. He's got to see what he's got. But I think we followed him enough to know that this guy's yeah. on the level. I believe he is an NFL backup ready to play quarterback. Absolutely. Maybe not right think, away getting into the do. system. He's going to have to... Feel it out. I'm not saying oh, it's a I'm, cold but, is gone look, situation. But look what he did at Stanford. But right? he will be Alex he, Mick's he, backup the following it, season. It got to the point. It got to the point where he had to become the starter, and he was a starter for three years. You know, he he, he was a guy that progressed, that groomed, that understood. You imagine two, three years under an Alex Smith, learning how it's done, learning the way it's supposed to be done professionally. He absolutely. When has Kevin an Hogan got thrown in, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I agree. When Kevin Hogan got thrown into his first three starts, it was against three ranked teams. He went three and zero. A yes. week after beating UCLA, they played him again in the Pac-12 championship and beat him again. So his first four starts were against ranked teams, and he won a title. How about the this next guy, year? This guy, this guy, does not shy away from the the, uh, the bright lights. How about the next year? They played five Power Five conference teams in their on, first only five Power games. Five only, on their on, schedule. Only the only, only team in the nation. Teams to do that. Yes, and sir. He won every one of them. Yes, he did. And then three more yeah. before they lost. No, we have a winner. A yeah, winner, a class statistics. act winner. He's got statistics. He's got the. He's got the numbers. He's got everything that it. And is. he's a homeboy, man. This is he, our guy. And that's just it. He's a homeboy. Absolutely. What do you got there, Brian? It's just interesting. Um, first of all, like hearing how glowingly he talked about the guy whose job he eventually wants to have. I mean, we'll call him. Well, but he knows why he's being hired. But like, mentor. He he could not have spoken any higher of how excited he was to be able to learn from from Alex Smith again. Just think about the guys that he's backed. I mean, he backed up Andrew Luck. Kevin McClinton. Yeah. He, Juice. He, I don't know. He, he's got the amount of football knowledge from guys he's been able to learn from and sit behind his whole college career. In addition to, like, what we know he's capable of doing on the field. I don't know. I'm, obviously, it's easy to get excited about backup quarterbacks, but I'm pretty excited that he is going to be a part of this roster. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and – what an awesome thing to have a roster battle in training camp for your backup quarterback spot. Yeah. Um, that that's a big deal for an organization. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I think uh, even though we kind of went Connor McGregor home redesign, um, you know, we didn't do we, no punters. You know, it all started really sh really shaky. It did. It always and then does. I think it we I does. think we pulled it all together and brought it home thanks to Kevin Hogan. And that's really <laughs> Tim Strachan. That is really nothing Tim to do with any of us. He's not just fake Tim Strachan. That's the real Tim Strachan <laughs> here in the basement talking to the real Kevin Hogan. That's the real Brian Stabby. That's me. Managing, uh, as always, uh, keeping us from having to read all the insensitive comments about our appearance. So you guys are, you and guys are. whether we lie about getting guests on the phone. Yeah, right. He yeah. does yeah. keep a tally of how many people <clears throat> say, you guys suck. He just, he just <laughs> notches it. He takes all the beating, your beating, on our behalf. He's Kevin Ricca. The real Kevin Ricca. The real Kevin Ricca. Chunky, but funky. <laughs> uh, 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 funkier than, than, than chunkier, I'd say. Thanks, bro. You bet, man. You're, All right. You're doing great this time. All right. Kevin Hogan. That and guy, the real night. deal. Matt Seal, as always. Mature words are never spoken. Uh, Days of Confused was a movie that I had considered recasting, uh, and I wanted to put Alex Smith in. 
as that character, as the Matthew McConaughey character. Well, another diehard Redskin fan yes. enters the fray. Yes, and you know yes. what? It's all starting to make sense around here. You know, the end of summer, going to get the Aerosmith tickets, I, I could have put like 10 guys recast in that car. Be a lot cooler if you did. I mean, I want Trent Williams in that car. <laughs> Again, we're talking about Days of Confusion. And I, I, I'm going to just, and I also want Brandon Sheriff in that car. Just, ah, why? He does not, not fit in that car. Neither of those two guys fit in a 1973 Camaro. They just don't. I don't know, but somehow I just feel like uh, Hogan's gonna, Kevin Hogan's is gonna weasel his way into that, hey, that Aerosmith ticket ride. And I just want to say uh, again to my friend Jerry, uh, I know he is extremely proud of his son. The way that he talked about him, the way that he loved him, and his and and, and his other siblings as well. And calling um, his mom first, it's obvious they've done I a think real he's good job out there. Conducting a little bit of a hail to the Redskins <laughs> right now. Well, I know I got a lot of relatives in that mix. That's yes, awesome. sir. Appreciate. All you guys joining us on another Tuesday night. Behalf of First Amendment Sports, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible.